Hi everybody, I'm Jeff Suckendorf, CEO of UTDs. I don't even know my name, my company anymore, it's changed. <laughs> we did what, that five times. Is the name we changed? Yeah, it's UTD Scuba Diving now, not Unified Team Diving. Anymore. Well, it's Unified Team Diving or UTD Scuba or UTD Diving. Diving. You can have an official name. It's UTD Scuba Diving. Okay. Hey everybody, Jeff here. Back with another car cast. I seem to just record these whenever I bump into something that's interesting to me. And I think that I can apply to what we do, uh, not only in, in scuba diving, but in life together. So I think that's what fired me off about telling this particular story. And we'll see how it all develops out. I, um, as a kid, I climbed uh, rock a little bit. I lived in upstate New York. In the foothills of the Adirondacks, and we had we had really good rock climbing and you know world class rock climbing in the Shawangunks, north of New York City. But we also had really world class sport ice climbing routes in the Adirondack Mountains. And I always preferred ice climbing to rock climbing. And it's interesting, you know, rock climbing you can memorize a route, you can do the same route over and over. There are challenges for sure, and as they get harder, but I never really enjoyed it. It hurt my fingers, and you know, I was kind of a whiner about rock climbing. I never really got good at it. But when I discovered climbing vertical ice, that was a whole different thing. You can climb the same ice route eight times in two months, and you have eight different climbs because every night it freezes up, and every day when the sun hits it, it unfreezes a little bit so the holes are always different the roots a little different the placements are a little different it's super cool and so you're going up these vertical icicles icicles and and it's just very freeing and you're dealing with the elements and it's it's not unlike extreme scuba diving it's kind of the same thing Long periods of intense concentration, working with a team, generally a team of two, sometimes three, uh, sometimes on really sketchy stuff, and sometimes on uh, just really easy stuff that makes it like a fantastic vertical hike in the winter, just going you know, straight up a waterfall or straight up an ice. So the other day, somebody handed me um, a book on... Alex Honnold's uh, free solo up El Capitan. And, you know, I think by now most people have seen the movie that Jimmy Chin did about, about this climb called Free Solo. And it's just a fantastic, uh, it's a fantastic movie and it's an incredible story. And, you know, it's a tale of the most extreme athletic adventures you could probably have. You know, I, I enjoyed the book because, you know, I've, I've seen the movie and there's another great climbing movie out there called Meru, M-E-R-U, which I also highly recommend. Another film by Jimmy Chin. And then, um, of course, there's the, the movie, the documentary about the Yosemite dirtbag climbing scene called Valley Uprising. So there's three great movies for you if you're, if you're uh, looking for something. But one of the things that struck me uh, in Mark Stinnett's book on, on this epic climb 
is a simple phrase that he was talking about when they were talking about the difference between uh, free climbing and not leaving marks, not putting in bolts, not making a mess of the face, versus either aid climbing where you're jugging up a rope that's fixed or pounding in pitons or drilling in bolts or something like that. And the idea was to leave the, the face of the rock just as perfectly gorgeous as when you found it. And the phrase that came up for this was style versus success. And this struck me as something that we should talk about in terms of scuba diving. And so I've been mulling this around in my head for a day, and I keep going back to this phrase, style versus success, style versus success. And what is style, and what is success? So we've talked endlessly on these podcasts and in our content and our videos and all of that, that that at UTD, success is not always measured the same way that traditional success is measured in scuba diving. Because generally, a successful outcome in a scuba diving class is a certification and a certification card. And in some cases, in my view, and I think I can speak for, you know, Ben and Jay and everybody else who's, you know, got a hand in UTD. Success can come at a price that we have to decide if it's worth it. It's the interesting thing. If you're successful in getting an open water card, but you killed old coral, lots of stuff on the bottom by kneeling on it, by kicking it up, by slamming into it, by not being able to hold buoyancy, by not being able to hold position, by having to desperately hold on to the line on your 15-foot safety stop. I'm doing air quotes on safety stop. You know, how much does success become worth it if that's your style? And that's really interesting to me. So, of course, one of the things that we've always done in UTD since day one back in 2008 is focus on style over success. There are a couple ways we've done that. One is, you know, a meme that we've had since day one, which is you pay for training, but you earn certification. And this is super critical, right? This means success is not inevitable. This means you earn success and you earn it by reaching a level of diving in a style that we all believe serves the ocean in a really good way and serves the team and serves the ecology of where we're visiting you know in the water be it lake ocean river puddle it doesn't really matter so the the idea of style becomes piece of how you get to success. If we call success a certification card and style is irrelevant, then just go take a $99 open water class.
us, destroy the bottom, get your card, and then, you know, if you're up for it, then call us and we'll teach you how to dive. Because really all you're going to learn in that class is how to put on the equipment and breathe. You're not going to learn anything about diving. Diving is a holistic expression of managing yourself in this foreign environment of underwater. And you could say that style is an expression of your holistic self, managing yourself, managing your body and your breathing in this beautiful way in the water. If you focus on style, you get a rack of benefits. Ooh, that was a little pun, right? Because of a climbing rack. You get a rack of benefits. One of them is when you earn success, when you earn certification, you absolutely know you have truly earned certification. Nobody in UTD is handing out C cards for good enough. We just don't do it. If you can't maintain your buoyancy, if you can't get a, some kind of reasonable back kick or at least not go forward when you're kicking, if you lose track of your team, if you crash into the bottom, if you are holding on to the line for dear life as you go up so you don't pop to the surface, you are not going to achieve success in UTD. Now, it doesn't mean you're not on a path to success because everybody starts somewhere and we always start people where they are. We don't judge you when you come into a class. We very simply say, let's do an evaluation and let's see where you are. It is so much easier for us to teach an open water class than it is to teach, you know, with people who have never been in the water and are learning it for the first time. And then we get to instill the law of primacy into them versus people who are coming to us from a recreational course where all they learned is how to kneel, where they did all of their emergency skills kneeling on the bottom, where they didn't have to think about buoyancy or control or team or anything like that. And those students are so much more challenging for the UTD instructors. Because instead of learning something on a direct positive path, the first part of the class is unlearning something and then starting from the beginning and learning something. Unlearning something is much more difficult than learning something. The law of primacy is a very powerful thing. The law of primacy very simply states that the first thing you learn is the thing you'll remember the most topically, right, in any topic. So if the first thing you learn about scuba diving is kneel on the bottom, overweighted to do an air share, it's going to seem like it's okay. It's going to seem like that's an okay thing. And, you know, in our world, it's kind of not. And now we're getting to a point, UTD is particularly as, you know, as Jay comes on to really work on our development, as we get, you know, deeper into more and more uh, 
complex and efficient training methodologies and modalities, as we get farther into this, we're finally able to say, and this is the new UTD post-2018 or so when I took it on with Ben, we're not for everybody. We are for people, for divers, for students who feel like style is more important than success. We don't need to be for everybody. We don't need to have millions of students. What we need is to have a team of instructors, a core of instructors, who are grateful to teach motivated divers in this style versus success system. And having instructors who are comfortable saying to a student, you are, dude, you are on the path. You're just not quite there yet. So instead of giving you success in the form of a certification, I'm gonna give you success in the form of a path to completion. Now, I've been talking about this form on the last few podcasts and podcasts. If you take a UTD class, if you do not quite reach the standard for that class, you don't fail. You just don't pass. And we provide you a form that we call the path to completion form. The instructor fills it out. It's a stepping stone to your successful completion of certification. Some people stop there. Some people say, okay, I have work to do, but I got a ton of education and I'll stop there. Most people come back. Most people want success. And what that says to me is when students commute to UTD, they come in with an understanding of let's have success in a style that makes me proud, that makes me comfortable in the water and and proud to be not making a mess of the environment. I don't know how any other way to put it. If you're kicking up the bottom, if you're kneeling, if you're silting it up, you are truly just making a mess of the environment. And it doesn't serve anybody. It certainly doesn't serve the food chain that you're, you know, killing the little things which are eaten by the middle-sized things, which are eaten by the big things, which are, I don't know, eaten by us. So that's the first thing, is let's stop killing everything that is in our food chain. And the second thing is, let's take the pride of style as a really valuable part of training in scuba diving. There's no reason not to. You're... UTD open water certification card gives you the exact same permissions as a certain open water certification card from any other agency. Any of the alphabet supers, people, PADI, NAWI, SSI, SDI, INTD, ABC, DEF, whatever they are. You have a card that says you can dive to 60 feet, 18 meters, you can scuba center, a dive center, and buy a tank full of compressed air, and strap it on with a buddy and go for a dive. But how do you get to that success? How do you get to that certification card? That's my question for today. 
it's not a huge question. It is a huge question. And it's a huge question. Because what do you want to achieve and how do you want to achieve it? We go back to rock climbing, free soloing, which is probably the purest form of rock climbing, which is climbing without a rope. You could argue that style, you could argue that's the most amazing, simple, incredible style ever to be found in rock climbing. And the next thing is, let's add protection and a rope and a team. And then the next thing, of course, is let's aid climb and hang on the rope as we climb up, which, you know, you could look at as style less, but, you know, is just another way to climb. My personal take on diving is that neutrally buoyant, nice back kick, two feet off the bottom, doing your ascent without touching the line. You know, all your hands really do is either hold a light, hold a scooter, or, or hold your gauges. I think that is the most amazing style and the most beautiful way to do it. I'm beating up a dead horse here, but kneeling on the bottom is not a style I appreciate. So, I don't want to belabor this point, but I did want to bring it up with a short podcast. Talk about it because it interests me. And, and make this correlation between free solo, which in our world you could call solo diving, which we don't do. I personally think free solo is dangerous. In all my rock climbing, I never got off the ground without a rope or my ice climbing. I also personally feel that uh, solo diving is dangerous, and I've truly never done that. On the other hand, free climbing with beautiful style in a way that allows you to go up these beautiful rock routes with some protection and being able to rely on a buddy, rely on the rope, rely on the classic protection that's put into the face and then removed on the way up. That is a beautiful form of climbing. And I equate that a really just lovely cave dive or a wreck penetration dive or a beautiful technical dive. And when done with style, both of those forms of diving, much less extreme, than free soloing and much less extreme. And both of those forms of sport, climbing and diving, free climbing with a rope, diving with a buddy, are just beautiful ways of expressing yourself through your through your sport. So I'm gonna suggest that everybody take a good look at this and think about the style they're working in. Are you training to be as perfect as you can be in the water? Or are you training to race through a class to get a certification? And if it's B, I think it's it's important to rethink it and to, to look at it and, and what are your goals and how important is making your goal this week or next week or whenever versus taking the time it takes. And this is why we have the coaching program because we've said it a million times, it slows the process down from a weekend or two weekends to months on end to give people a guide to work through their courses. 
and that slowness, that ability to train with somebody who is thinking out of the box, giving you guidance on scuba diving out of the box, bringing you a broad, real-life-based education on scuba diving. That is style. And I love diving with style. And I loved when I was doing it often climbing with style. You know, I ride a bike on a velodrome. You know, I ride a fixed gear bike with one gear, no brakes. The thing basically has no parts. Right? It's a frame, two wheels, a crank set, and some handlebars. In, in many cases, for me, it is the absolute purest form of cycling, and it's cycling with style. And I think that this idea of style versus success can inform pretty much everything we do in the course of our lives, in the course of how we show up, in the course of how you show up at work, how you dress, how you present yourself, you know, how do you eat? Do you eat with style or do you eat just for success, which is just to satiate, just to, to satisfy your hunger and get some nutrients. I like eating with style. I like beautiful food, food that makes me happy to sit in front of it with a nice glass of wine. And you can just apply this idea of style versus success to almost everything we do in life. So if this resonates with you, I'm going to recommend you give us a call and talk about the coaching program. This is the, the you know, Jeff, the used car salesman right now, I'm going to sell the coaching program because that coaching program is the one place where we unabashedly say we are style first and we are success. I was going to say we are success second, but we're not. We're style first and our success goes back to the style. So it's a big circle. And when you reach a bar for a class for certification and we issue you a certification card for whatever it is, you know, a recreational class, a cave, tech, rebreather, whatever it happens to be, you will know that you made it on both counts. You made it on style and you got to success. And I think that is just super cool. So give us a call or an email uh, about the coaching program. It's jeff at utdscubadiving.com. If you're in Europe, then at utdscubadiving.com. And we'll get you squared away. Or if you want to chat with both of us, it's info at utdscubadiving.com. And, you know, if you just want to open up a dialogue about how the coaching program works or how style works or how success works, you know, just drop us a line. We are accessible and happy and grateful to, to talk to you about all of this. So, there you go. Uh, be sure to leave us a rating and review. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we, um, I promise that one of these days shortly, we will get back to our regularly scheduled scuba programming. Uh, unless, of course, we're interrupted by some other event that triggers another podcast. And then I'll have to knock that out. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you Just on the next Just a looking inside. Hell is going outside.
walking down the street of 